0: Wednesday, December 22nd. We have got a great show for you today on Good Morning Vale. We've got Robbie Whittle be out in the community, talks about our two world-class resorts. Julio is out there talking about the community and looking at a vet service. And I am here with Ross, who is going to walk us through the weather here in a few minutes and let us know what's going on in the local weather. Grab some coffee because hour one of Good Morning Vale starts right now
1: you
2: Good morning Vale. Welcome to the TV8 Weather Center. This Wednesday we're going to have a chilly day today starting out with 8 degrees at 8 a.m. before it warms up to about 26 as a high today. Some slight winds west to northwest here today. And looking into the full day's schedule here. Mostly sunny throughout the day which is great. Should keep things a little warmer. Hits a high of about 25 around noon through 4 p.m. and will drop back down to 15 degrees tonight. It is a clear sky tonight, so we will be looking for some full moon and some some stargazing this evening. Into the I-70 corridor, Eagle 28 degrees today for a high. Avon 27, Vail 26, and Denver's 44 degrees today. Again, clear skies tonight. Sunset around 449 p.m. It's going to be a great night to get out and maybe go for a skin or just be outside and look at the stars. A low of zero degrees though, so bundle up. Into the rest of the week, mostly sunny to finish this week. A High of 32 degrees on Thursday and a low of nine. Friday, a high of 40 and a low of 10 degrees. And then we roll into the weekend with similar temperatures in the 40s and lows in the teens until we roll into 2024. Next year, we're looking at a partly cloudy day to start the year. The Beaver Creek snow report one new inch in the last two days uh, bringing the season total to 80 inches with a base of 35 and you know we're all about that base here. Beaver Creek's operating 8:30 to 4 p.m. right now with 22 lifts open and 72 trails and only about 32 percent so more to come at Beaver Creek as we move into winter. Vail Mountain snow report one new inch in the last 24 hours two inches in the last 48 hours bringing that season total up and over 100 inches, which is great to see, and a base depth of 37 inches. Vail is operating 830 to 330 right now, and they did open Blue Sky, so we have 27 lifts open at Vail Mountain and 239 uh, trails, and that's about 85% of the mountain. So we're slowly getting there, but we're looking good, rolling into 2024.
0: Wow. I I can't believe Vail has 85% of the terrain open. That's excellent. It is a testimony to the work that all the all the staff over there are yeah, doing. Yeah, and I don't think people really understand what goes into that. They're out there at night when it's the coldest of cold and they're blowing all night long um, hauling equipment around, moving stuff, pushing it once it gets down there. So you got the cat operators, you got the snow blowing team all working in unison. To get this done, so everybody can get out there and enjoy this world-class valley.
2: Yeah, and then you got ski patrol out there. Everyone, yeah, everyone's yep. doing their part. It's it's putting a,
0: up ropes, dropping ropes, doing yeah. what they've got to do to make sure everybody's safe and sound out there. But man, what some great coverage out there in Vale.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good to see, uh, especially with the cold temperatures. You know, it's it's good for snowmaking.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, the other day. I was looking, I was watching TV8, and they were talking about how Beaver Creek got a significantly more amount of snow than Vale, and it made sense because when i was driving into work from edwards it was snowing so hard over in this side of the valley and then as you got closer to Vale, it kind of lightened up a little bit so um it made sense but i know i know we've got another big dump coming oh
2: always i'm feeling always. it i'm always. feeling it yeah
0: winter's just starting yeah here, have so. you been out yet
2: yeah I'm, I'm out there almost every day yeah yeah good for you yeah that's the goal. So it's looking pretty good. It's good to just be out again. And yeah. uh, th- even though it's cold, the, sun, the sunshine kind of keeps you warm yeah. throughout the day. But it's definitely a time to layer up. Yeah. How many days did you get last year?
0: Around 100, yeah. Is it around like a hundred. every year you look to do... More and more. Or? Yeah,
2: the more the more time I spend out here, the more the less pressure I have to do it. You know, I've maxed out at 155 days in a row, so yeah, it's gonna. I, I don't know if I'll ever top that again. So now I'm going for uh quant, quality over quality quantity over quality. There yeah, you go. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely, it's the way to do it. Yeah. So. But we've got a great show today. We're yeah. going to be talking. I know Julio's out there in the community. We're going to learn a little bit about. You know, vet services and Robbie Whittle, who is the sports expert, is going to be looking at what's going on in these two, two world class mountains. Yeah. And, uh, and then we've got some, I think, some festive activities to learn how to do in house, like cutting snowflakes and oh, fun lovely. things like that. Lovely. So, yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to join you, Kevin. Yeah, it's great to be on the couch with you, Ross. Yeah. And uh, we've got a lot more coming your way, so stay tuned for more Good Morning Veil. Vale.
3: Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery, located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vale. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. <laughs>
4: Hi, it's Julio from TV8Vail. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vail Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at TV8Vail.com. We'll
5: Say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family in Florida, in uh, Delray Beach, Florida. I miss you guys
6: and wish you were here. Love you. (laughs) All right, Merry Christmas, Thomas and Annie. We can't wait to spend Christmas with you. Love you guys. Hi, everyone. Happy holidays from Vale Health. Les deseamos una feliz Navidad y un prospero año nuevo.
7: Have a happy, healthy holiday season.
0: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. A lot of times here in this world-class valley, we talk about keeping ourselves in shape, maintaining our fitness and wellness, but how about our furry friends? There's a lot that can go wrong with them, and we need to make sure in the valley we have the experts that can help take care of them. Well, Julio is out in the community, and he talks to a local veterinarian service. Let's see what he found out. Thanks for
4: sticking with us here on Good Morning
0: Vale. Now, for all
4: of you pet owners out there, you know how important it is just to keep our furry animals and, and any animals really healthy and well taken care of. And to do just that, we have our wonderful, wonderful friends here at OnSite veterinary services in Eagle, and I've got Dr. Susan O'Brien here, owner, founder of, of this amazing practice, to tell us a little bit about all the wonderful work that they do here and to just share her passion for animals. Dr. Susan, thank you for joining us this morning. Tell us a little bit about your practice. It's a privately owned practice. You started this not too long ago, 2021, I want to say, 2021. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of the history behind this practice, and what really inspired you to do this?
7: Yeah, so I have been a veterinarian for 13 years. Um, I have been in the Valley as a veterinarian for eight years. The practice started as a mobile practice, so I went to people's homes and ranches and took care of animals um, there. And, And really, what was so special about that is that, especially the small animals, cats Uh, in particular, and and birds and exotics. They were comfortable, they weren't anxious, they didn't have to travel. And um, I think that that helped me develop a model for this practice. And and today is actually our our second birthday. We opened two years ago today. Um, And so with this practice, what I wanted to make it feel like was someone's home. There's so many times where they have to come in, or it's even convenient with multiple animals for the owner. Um, But we wanted it to feel comfortable for the animal and design it that, that it felt like they were going into someone's home, um, so that's how we founded this practice, much off the mobile model, um, to be to be something here that's a little bit more um, comfortable. And and we still do the mobile services, and we um, we see a lot of large animals. Our reindeer patients were actually here yesterday for a visit with Santa Claus, um, and uh, we we love that part of the practice. We we are all over the valley, so we're Eastvale to up. Colorado River Road. Um, so quite, quite a distance. And, um, and then we're here at the hospital as well. Um, yeah. Yes.
4: And I love that because as soon as we walked in, you can just feel exactly what you mentioned, that cozy environment. Um, We walked through some of the spaces which you all will get to see. And and they've just created such an awesome environment here that kind of, I think your goal from what you were kind of saying is to kind of reduce stress for owners and pets alike. Because it can be a little stressful sometimes. And you've created such just a wonderful, relaxing space. And I, I love that you all do that. Now we've got Trudy here with us today and I know that you also are very involved in the community and stuff. So tell me a little bit about that because we might get to see you know out and around the community mm-hmm. aside from all the work that you do here.
7: Yes, thank you. So Trudy, Trudy is... Um, a 16-year-old kitty cat, she was a surrender at the shelter. Um, we, we believe so, so strongly in our our geriatrics, um, just having a full and, and like treasured life. So when we hear of an older kitty being at a shelter, we have such a home feel here that, and we're here so much, that it makes sense to have a clinic kitty. So we, we started with Gail, who was 17 years old, um, and we adopted her from the Rifle Animal Shelter. Um, and she was our flagship uh, old lady, and we we made a an uh, like a way to honor her to always have an older kitty cat in our hospital. So Trudy has just been with us four days, and we are all absolutely in love with her, and she is um, just gonna gonna contribute to our happiness greatly. Um, I, I also. I like to do anything I can in the community. So with the shelters, we uh, participate however we can. With Santa Claus, yesterday we asked for donations of things that they needed, paper towels, non-clumping cat litter um, treats for dogs and cats. And we we have an SUV full, which is incredible. Um, so so um, to help our friends there as much as we can, um, that, that's something that we really believe in. Um, and then I, I'm uh, involved in the Gypsum Chamber of Commerce as the board president, and anything we can do to help kind of elevate small business owners and and network people that can um you know just help one another in this valley we're gonna keep doing that so yeah
4: I love that now I also want to talk about the work that you all do which is why we're here today to learn about all your services and you mentioned the mobile services as well so I want to dive right into it tell me what happens here in the practice and in some of the rooms that that we see here today what happens when pet owners or or people bring in their pets here
7: so we, we've we designed flow okay. such that there's never going to be three dogs from different families arriving at the same time. Everyone has a different arrival window and a room that they're designated towards. Nervous dogs go into the comfort room, um, boisterous dogs go into the dog room, cats go into the cat room. So everyone has their designated area, which helps reduce stress. So many owners... Find that to be so unique because they're not having to be on guard with maybe a dog aggressive or dog reactive dog they yeah. they can just have their own unique time so when when an animal comes in particularly a dog, they go right to the scale we have a comfortable mat on it it's designed to not be fri- frightening um, and then into their room uh, a, a technician will come in and get their medical history, get their vitals um, so so we know you know kind of where we're starting and then I will um, go go ahead in and do our physical exam we we operate uh with bri- bribery very much so um, so we have every single variety of treat that we possibly can have including for for allergic dogs so with hydrolyzed protein it is important and same with kitty cats cats are notorious for saying, no, thank you. And we don't have that problem here. Um, so we have tuna puree, chicken puree, um, hard treats if they like that. Uh, we, we try to keep cat grass growing as well. So just, just offerings to make them comfortable and relaxed. And then that bribery helps me if I'm doing vaccines or blood draws or something like that, that they're not, um, they're not afraid. They're enjoying a delicious Kong full of uh, treats or something like that. So, so it's really nice. That's how our visits typically work. We, um, we do all of our work in the exam room. So, so in the dog room, for example, we work on the floor. If there are blood draws, we, we, perform them there. There's you know the treatment room is a comfortable place and you'll see that, but it's more comforting for the animal we feel to be with the owner. So so we we don't separate, we just proceed. And I do ask owners if they're comfortable because sometimes people don't want to see that. Um, so but but so that's how a normal like vaccine appointment would work. Um, animals that come in for surgery, there's a the check-in much like before with the um, history and vitals and going over what the surgery will look like, what to expect. Um, um, and and you know consent forms and such and then the the animal spends the day with us in treatment what i like about our treatment and and part of how we designed this is that the animals always with someone so our treatment room isn't a, an area in the back it is right next to my entire team so so we don't have nervous patients when they're here for the day because they're they're really kind of always with someone which is nice um so that's how like surgeries work and then um we we do discharge at the end of the day for our routine surgeries um so uh sick animals when they come uh we we for our patients um like current patients with us we we always fit them you know fit them in if there's something that's un you know unexpected that's arisen um we'll make sure that they get seen but often what we'll do is Work them into the schedule or ask for them to drop off so that we can get started right away Um, and still an intake like you. Yeah, you know, like we talked about with the history and the vitals, but then they come right back to me, and um, we can we can get to work. Um, so yeah, that's how it typically works. Yeah,
4: that's awesome. And I think a recurring theme that a theme, sorry, that I keep going to is kind of just that comfort, as much stress free as possible, which I love because that's very important for for owners and pets. Now, you mentioned at the beginning, Doctor Susan, the kind of your motivation or your inspiration behind this kind of started with the mobile services, which I, you still continue to do, as you mentioned. Tell me a little bit about that. You you're from Eastville, kind of all the way down valley. Mm -hmm. So tell me what animals you treat and kind of what those off-site services look like.
7: Sure, so all, all animals, really. So um, we, lots of horses, they do not easily get to the vet. So we go to them. Same with cattle. So we do regulatory work for cattle. There's a lot of state required um, testing or um, certification. So we'll do those things as well. Um, exotic animals. So like our our um, avian friends or our lizards, they don't like to go to the vet. So sometimes we go to them, which I, I like because Part of such a big part of my exam is seeing their habitat and and seeing you know. I can get so much information from that. Yeah. Um so so that's nice and um same with like dogs and cats. So it, it's it, it's a nice like we're greeted into their home like a guest and it's it's kind of fun to work that way. So we can we can do all of that we we show up with a a mobile truck. We've got like x-ray and ultrasound, laboratory and then yes, exactly and then pharmacy. So we can we can proceed just like we're at the office for a lot of those things and then other things that we need to come back to the office for more diagnostic tests or sending out samples that's all very easy so yeah that's how that works we just arrive and we do the same thing history physical examination and then treatment Um, yeah it's fun I love that.
4: for anyone you know who has maybe larger animals or or maybe their animals are a little more nervous to come into the vet then you know I love that you guys have that option and that like you said you're kind of um invited or welcomed into their space, which I think, you know, kind of helps the entire situation. Now, one situation I want to talk about, which I know for pet owners might not be the best situation to be in but i think it's important to mention is an emergency situation which you know can happen unexpectedly or even if we think we might be in an emergency situation and we're not really sure um what should we do if we think you know hey my my pet might be in an emergency situation and if if they decide to bring their pet in kind of what does an emergency visit look like i know you touched on it briefly sure. but you know I think it's important information to share.
7: So uh, that's a great question. So the during business hours, as as I said, they call, they usually come in if it's a small animal because we can get to them right away. If it's a large animal, our clients are so understanding that we can call and say, hey, we have to delay and or or move you to a different day. You know, this is this is there's an emergency that's uh, that's occurred. So sometimes that means an hour drive where we are. And that's something that we do. and, And we we just. Roll with it as it comes, we do our very best um, so so during hours or, or you know call our office and after hours are the same thing for for our um, for our office here um, it, we only are able to offer emergency services for our patients because it 's incredibly Um, demanding, as you can imagine, and I'm one veterinarian at Current. So so our our patients or our clients can call our regular phone number. We have a team of veterinary technicians 24-7 that triage the call. So I find that incredible because these are very skilled uh, people answering the phone. It's not just a call service, and they can talk through, you know, okay, your dog ate this. This is a toxic level. You have to go in right now. Or, you know, you're experiencing signs of an ear infection. Your dog is still eating and drinking. And, and acting normal, you can go in tomorrow morning and I'll let the doctor know you'll be there first thing or something. Um, and and the, the calls um, can get right through to me after they'll get history questions and see. Um, and, and it's nice that um I can have a little bit of information on what's going on but the owner can talk right to their veterinarian um we we have all access even mobile to our patients files and medical history so it's very easy to know what's you know what's going on and um have that history so so how it works during the situation our our hospital is the same like the animals we we work on them coming in and feeling comfortable. Um, we work on exactly what we need to do, if it's oxygen support or if it's radiographs, um, which are x-rays, like anything like that, we, we could do right away. Our blood work is right in hospital, which is quite nice. Um, so we can do really advanced testing very, very quickly um, in the matter of minutes, which I think is important because often with an emergency, it happens it all has to happen now so so yeah depending on that's that's typically how we, we how we work and we try to just um, do our, our very best we're always communicating with the owner um so that they know exactly what's going on sometimes i have owners in treatment with me so it just it just depends on what the animal needs um but yeah we try to do our, our absolute best I, I have had large animal emergencies show up here <laughs> yeah. and uh, i've had llama emergencies in our backyard and you know our, um a, a darling piggy in our backyard like it, it depends um but we we do exactly as much as we can at the moment so yeah depends I love
4: how attentive you all are to the situation of that of each pet and what they might be going through um you know whether it's an emergency or just any type of care and speaking of that I know people you know might be interested in coming in and seeing you guys um or getting in touch with you all how can folks learn more or get in touch with you if they want to bring in their pets
7: Great question. So um, we are here to help. Our phone number um, is just calling us. It's a great way to get a hold of us. We're 524-1122. Our website has a really nice... um, area where you can submit questions and it's uh onsitevet.com just yeah no hyphen onsitevet, uh, dot com. and then we're on social media a lot so that's a cool place to to see like what we do and see us in action because we 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 have the best job so it's fun to share it um so those are good ways to get a hold of us we we encourage people to come anytime and stop in oftentimes people will just They want to see what it's like. They've heard about us. Let's just come in. We'll show you around. Yeah, so we always welcome that. Um, So yeah, that's kind of it. Just, Just check us out. Get a hold of us. Yeah.
4: And Dr. Susan was telling me off camera that they also do have a Spanish-speaking staff member who can, you know, kind of help for anyone who might need a Spanish-speaking person. And they're working also on their website, which will soon be in Spanish. So I love that. Anyone is welcome here. So if you want to come in, bring in your pets, check out their website, give them a call, or stop in here in Eagle and check out on-site veterinary services. Dr. Susan, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing a little bit about all the wonderful work that you all do.
7: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
4: We're going to take a short break, but we'll be right back with more of the show.
8: When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah, and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles, and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
9: I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now!. Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions, often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, the War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92.
4: Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vale, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on tv 8 Vale, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. TV8Vail is serving the community 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Stop by for Good Morning Vale at 7 a.m. and stay all day for lifestyle favorites such as Good Day Vale, Daily Flash, Suki and & Scott, and more. And you're sure to find the adventure you crave with back-to-back episodes of Scoreboard Nation and Outdoor America. Find us all day, every day on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92, on TV8Vail.com, and on all our social media platforms. There's more for you on Channel 92.
10: America was built on a love for the outdoors. We are a nation of sportsmen blessed with magnificent natural resources. With broad interest across water and field, we are united in our devotion to nature and conservation. Join us every week for the best shows celebrating the outdoor lifestyle. Outdoor America. Live
2: If you're visiting during this holiday week, we're gonna check in with Robbie, who has some tips on our two world-class mountains to check out.
11: Well, if you're new to the valley or just here on vacation, you're probably here to ski. And we've got some exciting news for you as Vail Mountain has just recently opened some of the best skiable terrain they have. Currently, Vail Mountain has over 70% of their skiable terrain open for use, and that includes over 200 of Vail's 278 runs. Most recently, however, Vail Mountain opened its original Back Bowls, which include Sundown Bowl and Sunup Bowl. Known for their vast and inspiring terrain, the first of Vail Mountain's seven legendary Back Bowls whisk guests into an unparalleled natural environment. These Back Bowls have claimed to fame for a reason, as the Mountain's seven legendary Back Bowls have been exciting guests for more than 60 years. Sun Up Express, also known as Chair 9, and High Noon Express, Chair 5, are also now open. But be careful when experiencing the Back Bowls. Early season conditions with marked and unmarked obstacles exist, so be on the lookout for anything poking out of the snow. If you're looking to rent gear, view trail maps, or find lodging, additional and all information can be found at Vail.com. As you become more and more familiar with Vail Mountain, you'll come to understand that there's a lot of tradition surrounding the opening day at Vail Resort. And we sent our team there this year, so we'll show you some of the
12: highlights now. Now let's take a look at what Robbie and Gretchen have to. Just-
11: well, we're less than two hours away from opening day, and I'd say there's a lot of exciting things to look forward to I today.
3: so excited. Oh, my buddy, Chris Pavona, here with the bacon. I talked about this earlier. Thanks, yes, Chris. You I can't touch it with good. my yes, gulp. <laughs> <pretty laughs> Get me a piece, too. a uh, treat. So Chris, how are you feeling today?
11: I'm feeling really good. Stoked to be out here. It's a little brisk, but uh, I think the stoke's pretty high today. I'm Robbie Whittle, and we got a special guest with us. Eric Dunn, how are we doing today? We're doing great. We're so excited that it's opening day, and we're just, we're ready to kick off the season. Rate right that. I mean, I like it sweet. I didn't know it was going to be sweet. That kind of caught me by surprise, but it's yummy, man. <laughs>
3: he is one of the new first chair humans, because it used to be an old school crew of all my friends, and you beat them this year.
11: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Got there like an hour before him. It was nice. What are you looking forward to most about this opening day in particular, 2023? Yeah, I think I'm particularly looking forward to just getting back on snow.
3: What are you the most stoked for today? Get on some snow,
11: finally. Well, if you're just now joining us, we've closed out the bottom of the hour here at opening day at Vail Ski Resort. I am
3: so excited. I don't know if you can hear it a little bit loud, but the music is pumping. We are feeling as the line's getting longer, we are stoked to be here, I cannot wait.
11: Well, Kim, the weather's a little bit different up here in Vail than it is over in Avon. If you're just now joining us, It's opening day here at Vail, and the excitement is on. And that countdown is on, too. The gondola is spinning, and we're moments away from the banner-cutting ceremony.
3: I am so excited. You would think this this is my first opening day. I feel like, what, 15? This might be 16. I'm so amped. Well, let's check the vibe a little bit here. How are we feeling, guys? Great! Opening day! I'm so excited.
11: Now not too far down the road from Vail is the town of Avon and in Avon you'll find the riverfront gondola which will take you to the Bachelors Gulch area of Beaver Creek Resort. This area of Beaver Creek Resort recently opened for use and connects with the rest of the mountain. The resort is currently around 30% operational in terms of their skiable terrain open to the public while about 70 of their 224 trails are operational as well much like vale the resort opens at 8:30 a.m. and closes down at 4 p.m. monday through sunday more information on events happening at the resort rental gear or lift tickets head to beavercreek.com and you can find out more. now just to the east of vale and beaver creek is a resort called keystone and they got something exciting going on is they just recently opened up the largest mountaintop fort, and it's available for all guests to enjoy. Located at the top of the River Run Gondola at an elevation of over 11,600 feet, this year's fort is even bigger than the previous made last year at Keystone. The fort reaches a height of 35 feet and covers a quarter acre. The fort took two weeks of round-the-clock work to complete the build, which features an ice cave, slides, tunnels, and ice sculptures that are apparently larger than life, so you may want to check those out. The public is allowed to use the fort every day during operating hours by taking the gondola to the Durkham Summit, and visitors will need an Epic Pass, Keystone lift ticket, or a scenic gondola foot passenger ticket for access. The fort will be open as long as snow conditions allow it. And last year, they were saying around April is the time that that wrapped up. So if you want to check it out, just make sure you go before April. Now, much like Vale, there's a lot of tradition surrounding opening day at Keystone. And they're usually one of the first to open up their doors to the public for the new season annually. And this year, we sent our team there as well. So enjoy some of the highlights from opening day at Keystone. Well, it's opening day at Keystone, and I would say the vibe's starting to pick up a little bit here, wouldn't you, Ben?
13: Definitely. The Stoke is alive. People are real excited, getting on the lift. The music's bumping. I am excited for ski season.
11: Well, I'm glad we made it down to opening day. Robbie Whittle joined alongside Ben Roof. Ben, what are you looking forward to most about opening day here at Keystone?
13: I'm just excited about getting in, getting the skis on the feet and getting out there and just starting to make some turns. I mean, that's really all I'm excited about right now. We've got some good snow for this early in the season, but there's only a couple of runs open, so there's not necessarily going to be a whole bunch of room. I'm just kind of thinking about getting warmed up getting ready to go
11: yeah i would say i am too let's get after it sights and sounds coming at you right now opening day how we feeling great happy to start the season Opening day, how stoked are we? We're feeling so stoked out here. Although it may be early in the season, Keystone's opening day didn't disappoint.
4: It's been an incredible opening day thanks to some amazing cold weather temperatures. Uh, we've been able to make a ton of snow up on our mountain, open up the season with two miles of skiing on our marm and silver spoon trails. We've also got a hike to terrain park on our spring dipper trail, as well as a beginner learning area off of our Kokomo carpet lift.
11: With so many options took to the slopes. Overall conditions were fair and we got a lot of good early season laps and shake off that rust. By mid-December we should be seeing much more of the resort accessible but there's one thing to note, Keystone is changing. The resort is opening the Bergman Lift.
4: For the first time ever, guests will have access to 550 acres of lift service terrain in our Bergman Bowl and Erickson Bowl, which is really exciting. Normally when we think of high alpine terrain, we're thinking of strictly double black diamonds, advanced trails. This is actually gonna be really approachable terrain for a variety of skill levels. So everybody's gonna be able to get that experience of getting to the very top of the mountain, looking out across beautiful Summit County and getting to experience some amazing high alpine skiing.
11: Normally when the words high alpine terrain are brought up, this excludes certain skill levels. However, at Keystone, that's not the case. All skill levels are more than welcome to hit the Bergman lift. And expect this part of the resort to be open mid-December to early January. Wherever you decide to venture here in the Centennial State for ski season, you've got a lot of good choices so you can't really go wrong there. But just make sure to have fun and be safe. Stick with us. More Good Morning Veil vale coming up. Good morning, vale.
14: Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
15: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, Nuestra página web cbadell.com y nuestra página de Facebook TBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas.
13: Well, Archer and I are gonna get headed on further down the trail. But I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8Vail or at tv 8 valecom because there's always more for you on 92.
11: Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley?
15: We want to hear from you.
11: We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92.
0: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. There is a live shot of I-70. It looks pretty clear out there, but just be careful with some of the temperatures we've had. There are a little spot, few spots with some ice and up through that pass, we've had a lot of wind blowing and wind gusting. So visibility can be a little bit scaled down and also some ice patches up through this. So just make sure you take your time and plan ahead to get where you're going safe. Now talking about those temperatures, eight degrees when you get up today, so a balmy eight degrees, that's one of the things that's causing some of the the hazards out there on the roadways, especially those secondary roadways that are covered in snow. A little bit icy right now, high today of 26, winds out of the west-northwest, 5 to 10 miles per hour. As we look at Vail by the hour, we see things starting to warm up to that high of 25 degrees, but still a little bit, uh, a little bit icy and cold out there. Denver's only showing a 44 degrees, 26 degrees in Vail, 27 in Avon, going through that I-70 corridor to Eagle, 28 degrees there and some full sun, but again, sunshine. But uh, you know, it's gonna be a little bit cool out there, so dress accordingly, layer up. Tonight, gonna get down to a zero. Got a goose egg tonight, but it's gonna be beautiful and clear last night. Wonderful winter, full moon out there to see, so get out there, do a little stargazing and check it out. Or if you're doing a skin at night, Beautiful, beautiful time to do that. Looking at the five-day forecast, uh, Thursday, 32 degrees, 40 degrees on Friday. Saturday, 42, and full sunshine all through the rest of the week. Going to see some cloud cover rolling in. 40 degrees on Sunday, partly cloudy, and same thing on Monday, 38. But those low temperatures at night are prime for blowing some more snow. We're going to see some more terrain opening up at both Beaver Creek and Vail, even if it's not snowing out there. Now, our very own Avisia is out exploring Vail Village, and one of the great places to go is Root and Flower. If you're looking for a craft cocktail or mocktail, that's the play to go. Place to go. Avis is going to walk us through and see what they have to offer. Come on. Come on.
5: Hi friends, welcome to Vale Vibes, Avisha Scarborough here. Today we are coming to you from Root & Flower, one of Vale's most beloved craft bars. We're going to be talking to one of the co-owners who's not only going to show us his favorite drinks but he's also going to show us how we can make them ourselves at home. With a single flower painted on its door, Root & Flower in Vale Village is unassuming and slightly hidden from the outside. But once you're inside, the art of cocktail mixology is next level. Their craft cocktails are elevated versions of the classics with extra care and creativity put into the ingredients and garnishes.
16: This is Jeremy Campbell. I'm an equal opportunity drinker. And what I mean by that is, I like cocktails. I like wine. I like beer.
5: He and his partners Sam Bazant and Matt Limbaugh created root and Flower to fill a need in Vale after spending years working in the restaurant business.
16: So the three of us all kind of uh, worked together for a really long time, and uh, it was actually Samantha and I were talking one day uh, about what Vale was missing, and one of the things we thought Vale was missing was a higher end bar. Well, you can go to you know ski bars and take a shot and you know, <laughs> kind of get drunk, but there's nothing else that with that kind of elevated experience. Uh, so that was kind of the genesis. And so we wanted to say, if you'd come here, we would have top uh, tier cocktails. We'd have top tier wine, and in this case, also top tier bites to eat. But we still want to retain that soul of being a bar.
5: With the soul of a bar and the heart of a gourmet restaurant, the owners encourage their team to get creative with drink recipes. This drink is called American as Apple Pie, and it was created by one of their bartenders. If you like your drinks hot, boozy, and delicious, this is the drink for you. Here Jeremy shows us how it's made. First, a little bit of apple cordial.
16: What apple cordial is, is literally a a bunch of apples that uh, we've cooked down with brown sugar.
5: Next, some raisin rum.
16: These are uh, 151 that we've soaked in raisins.
5: An ounce and a half of apple brandy, a quarter ounce Amaro, and a quarter ounce ginger liqueur. Add two ounces of hot water and then steam it all together. Finally, he tops it off with some cognac-infused whipped cream and an apple. Voila. Cheers. Next up, Jeremy shows us how to make a gin and tonic like no other. He uses local floral tonic by Lost Identity and a local Colorado gin called Caprock. He adds soda, ice, and rosemary, and we've got a botanical gin and tonic. It's very chug Cheers. And lastly, we're in ski season, so we have to include a wintertime favorite. The Yuletide Root and Flowers Take on a Mold Wine. He adds four ounces of red wine with some handcrafted citrus tonic and two spicy Caribbean liqueurs. He adds some hot water, then heats it up and adds a garnish that doubles as a lid. Holds the heat in. So we've got our drinks and we've got a beautiful charcuterie board to go with them. Jeremy leaves us with this little bit of advice to get the most enjoyment out of your refreshments.
16: I always say I like to to earn my drinks. You know, if I'm just sitting around, uh, you know, drinking, then it just doesn't taste the same. But if I'm up there uh, skiing all day and putting in a lot of work, then my drink's going to taste a lot better. Cheers to that.
5: That's it for today, friends. Thank you so much for watching Vale Vibes. I'm Avisha Scarborough, and
6: I'll see you next time. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
8: Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles, and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
17: At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty. Good morning,
2: Vale! Here in Vale, I like to say every day is a holiday, but recently we celebrated National Make a Cut Out Snowflake. Uh, And we're going to check in with Kim, who partook in that, and and get some tips on how to make a snowflake.
12: So it is the holiday season, which means... You're probably decorating your house or looking for fun things to do while the kids are out of school. And Ben, I know you grew up crafting because your mom was I an aficionado of crafts. And certainly
13: did. <laughs> it was one of the biggest things that we did in my house during the holidays was just a whole bunch of different types of crafts. But I think you've got a new one for
12: us. I do. But before we get into that, do you have a childhood favorite? What was your
13: favorite craft? Mm. <laughs> I think the favorite one that we made as a kid were we would make kits for, of stick horses. Okay. So with wooden dowels, we would use some like of those classic, you know, Hanes, Heinz socks with just like the, you know, the sock puppet socks.
12: And then you just tie them with some string. I used to make ornaments (laughs) with my grandma and my cousins every year. But we are going to show you a fun and easy way to make paper bag snowflakes these are gorgeous decorations plus you can keep them up like through the winter season because they're snowflakes they're not necessarily santa or reindeer or bright lights
13: well and especially around here we've got the christmas lights up all year round we have got the I decorations around all year it's a great addition to the house
12: it really is so we're, we're going to go ahead and get started so what you want to do is you want you can use brown bags or white we chose white today because snow. snowflakes easy. Duh. Um, So we're going to go ahead and we each are going to get um, eight paper bags. So we're going to go ahead and separate those out. But what's really great about this, outside of the paper bags, you can do fun concepts. You would need a glue stick or a hot glue gun. So while our hot glue heats up, we're counting out our bags here. And you're basically going to um, stack them all together with some glue. And then we're just going to cut out some fun shapes here.
13: Do I actually have eight here? I do not. There's eight. (laughs) All right.
12: One, two. So we're just counting. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Perfect.
13: All right. Now I've got eight as well.
12: So what's great is that this is a a cheap and easy and fun holiday craft. If you've got kids, this is a great way to sit around the table and just kind
13: of, you know... with so everything. few supplies too. It's something that you can do in your hotel room. Yeah. It's something that you can get the kids occupied in and engaged in when you're here on vacation too. And, don't need a whole lot of setup or preparation.
12: And you don't really have to plan anything out either. That's the fun part. So assuming your glue gun is hot, we're gonna go ahead and what you're basically going to do is you're going to need to take your paper bag and you wanna make sure that this side is down. So the little flap is down, that's your base. You're just gonna put some dots We'll see if this works here. Just a couple dots along the seam of your paper bag. We'll go ahead and do that. I'll give that mm-hmm. to you if you want to stack the next one and just stack them on top.
13: Just stack them on top yep. with the base put down. The base
12: down. Yep. Gotcha. And so we'll do the next one. I'll just kind of alternate it. Since I'm on the side of the glue gun, I'll take the next yep. one. And so we've got two so far here. Two, three, four, five. You know, you just want to... Give about five of them, five little dots, just to stick them together. They'll they'll hold longer that way. Trying to keep
13: everything symmetrical?
12: Everything symmetrical. You want to make it nice and perfect. So we've got a few there. Now we'll move on to the next one. And you just kind of keep stacking them until all eight are glued together. So we'll make this quick here. We'll make two snowflakes if we've got time for it. If not... Oh no! That's okay. You can just pull it off really quickly and flip it over. There we go. And then basically, you've kind of got glue on the other side already. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and stick that one. we'll put a couple dots right there.
1: Yeah. And that's
12: the beauty of working with hot glue. <laughs> Except right. it's hot. It so doesn't wanna, melt
13: right away or stick right away. It doesn't
12: dry right away. You want to make sure that, you know, your ha- little hands keep them off. So if you are a mom and you're doing this with a two- or three-year-old, you may want to be the one putting the glue onto, yeah. <laughs> onto the uh, the paper bags here, but you can use a glue stick. You can use just Elmer's glue, like whatever it is, and um, you just kind of keep, uh, keep putting the dots there. Looks like we might need another glue stick, which right is here great because these are only about a dollar fifty at Walmart to buy a pack of ten. So really cheap, easy craft. Made it. Look at that. There we go. Teamwork makes the dream work. So yeah, you just kind of keep doing that until you've got all eight stacked.
13: Awesome. We're Moving on to the next one. What's our next step? There?
12: So the next step will be, once these are all glued together, you're just going to take your scissors. And you've got a pair of scissors, so we'll let you work on this one. Gotcha. I'll, and I'll get started on the next one. And you just kind of cut your shapes however you want to. You don't really have to plan... Um, really have to plan anything. That's the beauty of this arts and craft. And it's like real snowflakes. You know, sometimes I like to catch them on my glove mm-hmm. when you're on the chairlift, and you can see all the detail and all the intricacies of. I think that's um, it. That looks great. Awesome. Well, we're adding one more (laughs) because I put the glue on. (laughs) So what you're going to do now, Ben, is these are, I'll let you have this stack. So you're going to cut symmetrically on both sides. And just just kind
13: of cutting in. Yeah, you want to make
12: sure that you're cutting not where the bag stacks, but you want to cut, like, above it.
13: Does that make sense? Yep, yep.
12: Yep, and then symmetrically cut the different shapes.
13: Don't cut any of... Any of the the folded parts,
12: as you can see, you don't want gotcha. to cut that part. So you're going to cut right where the seam is. There's a little bit of a seam, and you want to make sure that you cut there.
13: Ooh, let's see if my scissors can do it. <laughs> if not, I've got a second pair over here. Let me see about here. There we pair. go. Let's see if these might work. You know, hair cutting
12: scissors little always good little to little. have them on hand. They're usually a lot sharper.
13: <laughs> they usually are.
12: <laughs> but you just kind of stack them together, and I'll make a mini one just to demonstrate a little bit more while you cut that. But when you do the eight of them, it's nice and big and full. (laughs) So we're going to keep this shape very simple. I've got one, two, three. Do
13: I want to avoid cutting across the middle line? You do. You really do. So
12: you don't even have to make them deep cuts. That's the cool part because once we fan these open, the design is going to be so cool and we cannot wait to see it. So I'm doing a mini one just to show you kind of what that would look like and what your cuts would look like. So triangles are good, and you can just do a nice, like, little triangle here. Just pull that out if you want to. All right. right. (laughs) We'll show you at the end of the show what these will look like. But what's fun about it is you can decorate them. You can put, like, glitter on them. We've got, like tacky spray paint
18: Ooh. so you can spray it and then
12: decorate it with glitter it makes it a little bit cleaner but that's why we have paper here so if we do put glitter on it
13: you know you're not
12: throwing it all over the place but everybody loves the glitter don't
13: end up getting <laughs> glitter all over everything like the dog
12: exactly exactly but stay tuned ben and i will finish our in the first hour ben and i crafted snowflakes out of paper bags you're probably going how in the world does that actually work you do so... a much better job than i did <laughs> you know it is what it is I am a resident crafter in regard to paper bag snowflakes. But basically, we took eight eight paper bags and glued them together with hot glue. We still have our hot glue here. But what you're gonna do is you're gonna slide your hand into the inside of the two outside uh, paper bags. You're just gonna open it just like that. We get this gorgeous, beautiful snowflake. Now, here's the trick. You've gotta hot glue them together and that's gonna be the fun part.
13: All right, you want me to hold that one for and you? just kind of
12: hold it right there, or if you just want, yep, there you go. We're just going to hot glue. So as I stick the glue there, stick them together. So start pushing them together there. Yep, and you're just going to kind of do this just like that, and you just kind of stick it all together. So you grab the edges and stick it all together just like that. We've got a gorgeous, beautiful snowflake. Now here's the fun part. I like this one. I'm about to make a mess all over the studio. We're just gonna lay it flat and then I've got some sticky adhesive. You're gonna shake it up. Ben's like, let me get out of the way here. <laughs> Shake it up, and then you're just gonna spray a little bit on it here, just like that. And the beauty of this is that it, it's a, a snowflake, right? So it doesn't have to be perfect. But this is really sticky. You hold it about eight to 12 inches away. And we're just gonna go ahead, I'm a big glitter girl. I'm <laughs> just gonna sprinkle it on just like that. And the best part is you make sure they have newspaper down to catch all the glitter. And we've got a bunch of it. And it really doesn't matter, you know, what it looks like because snowflakes are unique and individual in their own way.
13: It really came together a lot different than I was expecting. And it's huge, which is awesome. That's the best part. And just shake off the excess
12: glitter. There we go. Of
13: course. Yours looks quite a bit better than
12: mine. You know what, though? I
13: wouldn't
12: wouldn't worry about it because (laughs) what's unique about it all is that, you know, you. (laughs) I will say it, you... He cut well, but uh, I mean, are you kidding? Look at that, it's still gorgeous, and that's the best <laughs> part of snowflakes. But
19: good morning, Belle.
14: Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming. All from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card.
15: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cvabell.com y nuestra página de Facebook, CBA 8 Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. ¡No te lo pierdas!
4: Love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns: Vale, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vale, Park City Television, or at theScoreboardNation.com. We can't wait to see you there.
0: You are watching K34QB, Vale, Colorado. Good morning. It is December 27th. It's a fabulous Wednesday here at Good Morning Vale. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ross and I have a great show for you today. We're going to talk a little bit about weather. We're going to look at the snow reports, see what's open. We're going to learn about some fat tire mountain bike racing, another wonderful adventure to get out there and do. Grab some coffee because our two of Good Morning Vale starts right now.
2: Welcome back to the TVA Weather Center. 8 a.m. right now, it's about eight degrees out there. We're looking at a high today, this Wednesday, of 26 degrees. Small winds west to northwest. Uh, And looking into the day here, mostly sunny, but the temperatures are low, around 25 degrees throughout the day and then this evening it'll drop down to about 15 degrees at 8 p.m. Clear skies today. We've got a very big bright moon these days, uh, so be sure to get out and check it out. Denver, 44 degrees for a high. Vale, 26. Avon, 27. And Eagle, a 28 degree high. Tonight, low of zero degrees. So if you are going to get out and check the stars and the moon or maybe go for a skin up the mountain, Definitely bundle up. We're looking at a sunset of about 4.49 p.m. today. Looking through the rest of the week and the rest of the year. Mostly sunny to finish this week. High tomorrow of about 32 degrees on Thursday and a low of 9 before things heat up a little bit to the low 40s for Friday and Saturday. And then into the weekend, we'll see some partly cloudy days, high around 40 on Sunday and a low of 13. So quite a variation in temperatures throughout the day. Nothing unexpected here. Looking at the snow report from Beaver Creek, one new inch to bring that season total to 80 inches and a base depth of 35 inches. And you know we're all about that base here. Lift hours, 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Beaver Creek, and 22 lifts operating with 72 trails and 32% terrain at Beaver Creek. More to come. Vail Mountain has two inches in the last two days, bringing that season total over 100 inches and bringing that base up to about 37 inches. Vail Mountain is operating 8.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Blue Sky Basin opened recently, so that makes 27 lifts operating and 239
0: trails, and that's about 85% of terrain, so that's a great... Great start to the season here. A lot of good skiing out there taking place right now. And I know we, everybody t- says we need more snow, we need more snow. But you know what? Everybody's got enough space out there to play around right Yeah, now. of course, of course. So, but we, we, we need more snow. We need more snow. We were spoiled a few weeks ago with some of those really warm temperatures. Yeah. A little brisk now, but perfect to get out there and enjoy, especially with that sunshine.
2: Yeah, and what's nice is the cold temperatures, right? That keeps the snow around, so, yeah. so everything
0: that's, not, that's falling is staying. Yeah, well, if you're out there playing around, you need to make sure you have the proper protection. Now, Eyepieces ale has eight convenient locations here in the Valley, wherever you go. Seems like right now there's an Eyepieces Avail, and, and those stores are full of experts that can help you with eyewear, goggles, and also some helmets. And this helmet that we've got today is a Smith. And what I love about this is it's no longer you can just go buy a helmet. There's a lot of technology you need to consider, Ross, before you go put one on. This is a Smith Nexus. And Smith originally started with the eyewear just over in Rifle, Colorado, back in like 1969. Nice. So um, the technology now that's in some of these helmets for comfort is just the inside of it. If you look inside, they're nice and comfortable. They're soft. They've got a place you can unzip, put in your audio system. So if you've got, whether it's a skull candy or whatever, put it in there so you can still talk on the slopes and listen to your tunes. And then the ventilation is a whole nother thing too. You've got, you can open it all the way up if it's a little warm day, get some great great, uh, ventilation inside this helmet. But one of the things that you need to look for from a safety standpoint is it's got something called MIPS. So MIPS is a wonderful safety feature and back in the day a lot of helmets were designed for just a direct impact but that rarely occurs normally when you hit it's at an angle and MIPS is multi impact protection system and it's been around for a long time i think they started looking at this back in the early 90s and designing to where there's a there's a very low friction Uh, another layer inside this helmet so if you do hit from an impact it does get a little bit of give you don't have that direct stop it allows a little bit of flex to help also protect the neck so a lot of technology now going into helmets to make sure that if you're riding or skiing you're out there safe and sound not just in ski helmets if you ride horses if you race bicycles if you're out there doing other things a lot of neat technology to look for when you go to buy a new helmet and it looks cool right very cool. And they, they, they make these, Smith makes these to go very good with their goggles. So you don't have that gaper gap between your helmet right. and your goggles. Right. So you got to, everything fits nice and flush and, and you look cool. Yeah, I love that. Look right, good, feel good, safe. ski good. Yeah, that's right. Well, be sure you're safe out there on the mountain. There's some snow coming your way. We've got a great show ahead. So stay tuned for more Good Morning Good Morning Vale.
14: know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card. All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. <music>
20: My name is Tyler Alvarez, Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail, I'm a bartender here. I originally came to Vail to snowboard, I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months, and then I found my own spot, and then kinda made friends and worked different places in the valley and kinda just fell in love with it more and more every single day, and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, We We workshop our menus every season, so we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and and make a whole project of it, and then when we get the final product, it's it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu, and that's super fun just being able to be creative and and work with new things. The most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my God, this is delicious, or they just love it, and that's probably the most fun for me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler. I live in Wirk and Vale. Come see me at Sweet
18: Basil.
2: Hour 2 of Good Morning Vale continues right along. Joining me on the couch right now is Sterling Mudge, the Executive Director of Cloud City Wheelers. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and so we're going to talk some fat bikes this morning, right? Fat bikes. That's right. So
21: it was recently announced that the Fat Bike World Championships are returning to Leadville for the ninth year, right? They're coming to Leadville. They're returning to Colorado. Um, This year will be the ninth running of Fat Bike World. It started in Crested Butte. And it's been out of the state for three years, and we're happy to have it and excited to have it in Leadville. That's, that's great to hear. Great to hear. What, what is fat biking? Can you explain what, what that is? Fat biking is I'm sitting right next, next to my bike. Um, it is a version of mountain biking with larger tires and larger wheels that allow you to ride year round. Um, some, people, some people ride them year round. I tend to ride my other bike when it's not wintertime. Yeah. Um, but it gets you out in the woods when the skiing isn't very good. The fat biking is usually really good. So it's a it's another option um, to have to get outdoors in the wintertime. For sure, for sure. And the World Championships, that's exciting to bring back to Colorado. It's a three-day event at the end of
2: January. What uh, different different races to do? Anyone can kind of sign up. But what, what what exactly is the World Championships at Fat
21: Biking? So this year it's going to be three three days. It's more of a... Th- a festival type experience is what we're going for. Uh, so the first day will be an enduro race where you're timed only on the downhills. Um, and we will the race course goes on the east side of Leadville, so the, the historic mining district on the our snowmobile trails up there. Um, Saturday is the main event where we will be at Colorado Mountain College racing a 24 mile loop um, with an option for a 18 mile loop. And then on Sunday, there's a kids race, there's a grooming, a trail grooming um, demo, and some group rides on our single track. We groom 20 miles of single track in Leadville um, for fat biking, for snowshoeing, for skiing, and we want to show it off. Yeah, so it sounds like it's for all ages. Is, is, is it kind of open to all abilities as well, or who do you see out there? Is it the usual suspects? There's some usual su- suspects. We have some very fast people in our, in our region, in, the, in our state. Um, there's a good amount of people signing up from out-of-state, too, um, people who like fat biking. And uh, it's, it's open to everybody. Uh, there's a lot of festive people. A lot of people tend to dress up. There's a guy who comes year after year, and he dresses up in the shortest shorts you can ever imagine. I don't want to scare anybody off, but they people have fun costumes. We're going to have heckle zones on the course, right. and uh, lots of lots of noisemakers. Yeah. So even if you're not competing, there's still s- spots to spectate. Yes, so lots you- of lots of spots to spectate. We've got some uh, some bacon stations from a local provider, and uh, we've got we've. The heckle zones will have some fire pits nearby, so you won't, as a spectator, you won't be too cold and freezing. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Heckle zones and bacon stations—that's
2: amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, what what is fat biking uh, like where we live? Is this a, a great place for it? what? What could people expect out here?
21: This is a great place for it. Um, with all the grooming that happens from the Nordic grooming that allows fat biking. Um, to the single track trail providers like the cloud city wheelers we groom 20 miles of trail like I said um, it's a good opportunity to get out but at the same time you have to think about how am I leaving the trail behind me um, are people am I putting my my tire rut in the trail is it going to make somebody else have a bad time um, and just be aware of just be aware of the conditions and yeah. leave, them, leave them good for the person behind you. Right, so that's kind of fat biking etiquette that mm-hmm. goes into it, whether you're doing it for fun or, or, or during the work. It's kind of like World. riding uh, or not riding on muddy trails. Right, exactly, exactly. And w- when you mentioned the downhills,
2: are we talking like green runs, a blue run, a, a double black diamond? What ex- what?
21: I wouldn't say it's double black diamond unless you're going really, really fast. Yeah. Um, more of a blue it's uh, the first stage for the enduro run is a five-mile downhill. The second stage is a six-and-a-half-mile downhill. Awesome, awesome.
2: And Leadville's such a cool little town. It's, it's awesome
21: to have that so close. Um, so it's just worth going up to check out the town, right? And, and it's, always, it's always worth coming to check out our town, especially in our slow, slow time of year in the wintertime. Yeah. It's beautiful. How would you recommend someone gets, get into this sport? Uh, go to a local bike shop and rent a bike. Um, get out on the trails and do a good do a good route. I think you'll you'll have a great experience on the trails. Um, right now, with our low low snow season so far, or a slow start to the snow season, it's it's made for some really good trail conditions. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And what? Um,
2: Back to the World Championships, uh, January 26th through the 28th. Um,
21: if people, they can still sign up if they want to, right? They can still sign up, fatbikeworlds.org or cloudcitywheelers.com. We have a registration link through, through there. That's awesome. And um, it's, it's coming up quick here. It's what, coming up quick. What do you have to do in this last kind of month here to get ready for it? Uh, lots of stuff to print, um, course prep work, um, try to sleep at night yeah. so I don't think of everything that I have to do. Uh, we've I've got a great volunteer group. Um, we do have volunteer opportunities if people are looking for that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great time in Leadville. Do you need anyone to man the bacon station for you? <laughs> we've, got, we've got a couple people so far signed okay. up for a bacon station. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, what's something about fat biking people might not know since you've done it so much and are familiar with it? Um, I'd like to say it's a good mix of adventure because you never know if you can... Keep going up the hill that you want to ride up and a good mix of being gripped and loose at the same time because you don't know what the snow conditions are going to do under your tire and you just have to trust your tire and you have to trust the track in front of you. Yeah.
2: And there's so much to do out here in the winter time. This is a great al- alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get out with your family, right, mm-hmm. or your friends and, and enjoy the time outdoors. Um, that's, that's awesome. Is there anything else you want to add or anything else we should ask you here? Support your local trail advocacy group. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah we, thanks. We've got a few, and then you, you guys as well, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. January 26th to the 28th, coming in quick, the Fat Bike World Championships return to Leadville. Or come to Leadville. Come to Leadville. Come to Leadville. Yes. That's awesome. And to sign up, check out the website. Um, and to learn more, check out your local bike shop. Uh, that's awesome. What, uh, what, how, how much does one of these cost, though? One one of these big guys. Uh, f-
21: fourteen to fourteen hundred bucks to three thousand. Yeah, so it's definitely rent one. Yeah. feel it out. Get on some local trails. Are Nordic trails kind of the most ideal thing to start on, or wider Nordic trails as long as they allow fat biking? Um, typically, they they want you to stay on the opposite side from the the Nordic classic track, um, as far as riding goes. And so, yeah, there's definitely a couple places in in this valley and in the Arkansas Valley that allow that. Um, the single track behind Colorado Mountain College is some of the best single track in the state, and that's uh, we have wide 32-inch wide track, and then we also have a narrower section, more advanced section um, that we groom. That's awesome. It's definitely definitely worth going around. Our mineral belt trail is... Um, and, yeah, the, the wider Nordic stuff is definitely the, the, the stepping-off point. Yeah, and then do you ever use this as a commuter as well? I do. I do. Um, I commuted for 15 years on on bike in, in Leadville. And uh, now that I work for a trail advocacy group, I don't bike commute as much as I, as I wish I could say. For sure. Um, but definitely there's a good amount of people riding there their bikes in the wintertime still yeah that, that's amazing well thanks so much for joining us thanks for having uh, be us. sure to sign
2: up and, and check out the fat bike world championships either as a spectator or a competitor um, and definitely check out that bacon station or the heckle zone <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in to good morning Vale. we'll continue on hour two
19: Go!
6: Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters.
15: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cvadel.com y nuestra página de Facebook cv8 Conexión Latina acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local no te lo pierdas
9: I'm Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life, Love, Shopping. Do so you have any personal stories you can, can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. So even though you work with some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression,
5: lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. a great show on Absolutely. Welcome to our show. I'm Suji.
18: we are feeling good today. You know why? Because yeah. we had a great
10: show. When you're in Vale, you're in vacation mode. And you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vale Valley with immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
2: Welcome back to the TV8 Weather Center. A look at this morning, a cool 8 degrees at 8 a.m. before it warms up to about a high of 26 degrees today. Mostly sunny, which is great to see. Looking at the hourly temperatures, partly cloudy to start the day before the sun comes out. We'll hit about 25 degrees for the the afternoon before dropping down to 15 degrees around 8 p.m. Clear skies with a near full moon, which is beautiful to see. And into the I-70 corridor, 44 degrees for a high in Denver today. Vail will see a high of 26, Avon 27, and Eagle 28 degrees. Again, the low tonight is a zero degree with clear skies and a sunset at 4.49 p.m. And that is going to make for some great stargazing or getting outside and being active Through the rest of the week and the rest of the year, mostly sunny to finish the week. A high of 32 and a low of 9 tomorrow before things start to warm up into the 40s for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The lows are still in the teens, so be sure to bundle up and layer up. Partly cloudy into the weekend, and that will lead us into the new year. Up next, we're going to check in with Kim, who has a great idea for a New Year's Eve drink.
12: Now, so excited it is heading into the 2024 year and we are breaking in our brand new tv8 bar i'm going to show you how to make a classic champagne cocktail something added and a little special for the new year we're making a french 75 today it's super simple it's got any kind of gin i am a bombay sapphire girl so i appreciate the bombay sapphire lemon juice simple syrup And then you're going to top it all off with some champagne. We'll add a little bit of a lemon twist just to make it fancy, but it's quite delicious. So I have two champagne glasses here. I'm going to make two cocktails, so hopefully somebody behind the scenes will want to share one with me. But I have a shaker here. I've filled it with ice. So the best part about this recipe is that you just shake everything up. You toss it with a little bit of champagne. So we're going to go ahead and get started. You want about one and a half ounces of gin. Um, there are plenty of ways to measure that out. You can freehand it if you want a little bit of a gin-forward cocktail. But what I've got here is a measurement tool. This measurement tool usually is about three ounces in total. So we've got two ounces in the top, one ounce in the bottom. They vary depending on what you've got. Some of the traditional are about uh, two and a half ounces, where it would be, you know, one and a half, on the, or sorry, yeah almost two ounces. You've got one and a half ounces here and then three quarters here. But we're going to go ahead and get started. So with a classic... French 75, you do about one and a half ounces of gin, but we're going to do, we're going to add the full gin here. We're going to do just under two ounces, and we're pouring it into our shaker. Now our shaker is loaded with ice. We've got about three quarters of the shaker filled with ice. We did the two ounces of the gin. The next part we're gonna do is equal parts lemon juice and equal parts simple syrup. So you can make your simple syrup, which is just equal parts sugar and water, or you can just buy it, which is the way easier way to do it. And we're gonna do about three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, and I'm using the shorter end of my measuring tool here. So just pour that in there. As you can see, I've got about three quarters of an ounces, maybe a little bit over, but that's okay because I like a good sweet drink. added that in there, adding my lid back on so I don't knock anything over. And then we've got our lemon juice, freshly squeezed lemon juice. You're going to do equal lemon juice to equal simple syrup. So I'll just go ahead and pour that in here. And it gives it, it's a, lemon juice is really nicely paired with gin. Gin is known for its botanical flavors and it just, it goes really well. It's got a lot of floral uh, taste and notes to it when you smell it. And then the lemon juice is light and bright and airy. So we've mixed our gin, our lemon juice, our simple syrup. We're going to put the lid on our shaker bottle here. Now, this shaker bottle has these straining tools, so you don't need to have an extra one, which is really great. But we're just shaking this up for about 20 seconds. You're going to shake it and shake it and shake it, just so that the whole glass, the whole um, shaker bottle gets cold. You can feel it because it's metal. So I'm just going to shake it here. A little shake here. A little shake here. If I was fancy, I'd do it this way. But you want it to be cold, and if you have like a stainless steel one, you can see the outside of it starting to fog up. This one is a little bit fancy because it's got glitter and black. But you can see my fingerprints, which means that the drink is nice and cold. So that's the fun part. We shook it up. I'm going to go ahead and pour the cocktail into my champagne glass. You may think... Well, that doesn't look like that's enough. You're right, it's not. And I mentioned that we have champagne in this one, but before we add that champagne in, I'm just gonna go ahead and cut this lemon just a little bit so that we can put it right here on the edge. If you want it to be really fancy, what you could do is add um, a lemon twist. And the way that lemon twists keep their shape, and here's the secret, pop it into the freezer. It freezes in that little curly cue. But we're not gonna worry about that today. The last piece. Now, you can exact measure this out if you want to, but we're just going to freehand it. We're going to open up that champagne here. I'm using a, a small bottle of Prosecco, but you can use really kind of any sort of sparkling wine that you want to. Typically, it is made with champagne. There we go. It's a twist off, so you don't have to worry about that cork popping. But if you did have a bottle of champagne and you wanted to pop off the cork without hurting anybody, you just throw a towel over it and you wiggle it off and the bottle will pop right off. We did that for safety precaution. Just wanted to show you just in case. And then we pour this in here. If you wanted to be exact, you can do two ounces of champagne, but I don't think I'm going to. I think that looks nice and refreshing. It is a perfect fancy cocktail to have to start off the 2024 year. Good morning, Val.
17: revival boutique med spa we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients we use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean organic wild crafted and research-based ingredients from injectables facials to body contouring we offer anything related to looking your best self find us in the riverwalk in edwards for a complete list of services visit us online at revivalvale.com follow us on instagram at revivalvale valley fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind, body, beauty.
7: Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and
1: delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local
7: program schedule and tune in.
0: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. There is so much to do in this beautiful valley, and if there is a hidden gem, it is the Colorado Sm- Snow Sports <laughs> Museum. That's easy for you to say. Um, I've got Ashley Carter sitting here with me today from the Colorado Snow Sports Museum. What an amazing place! Yep. And it is truly a hidden gem over mm-hmm. there in Vale, right there in the parking structure. Yep. Nicely tucked in. Yeah. And there's always good activities Um, in history. I love the history. You take a walk down memory lane, everything from the 10th mountain, which is how Vail got started Mm -hmm. all the way through how technology has changed in both skis and snowboards and boots and bindings and Mm -hmm. poles.
22: Yep. (laughs) Everything. You're right. All of it. (laughs) And a little
0: smidge of (laughs) Olympic stuff in there.
22: Right. Right. Kind
0: of see the history of the Olympics and what's going on. So, what is going on? Because there's always something new happening.
22: Yeah. Well, we were just talking about how we can't believe we're going into the new year. Um, but with the new year, starting next month, we kick off our Through the Lens series, which is kind of our educational series where you go through the lens, dive a little yeah. deeper. Um, we get to kick it off with a screening of a film called Advice for Girls. It's a all-female cast and crew ski film. It has three generations of women in there talking about... How we as women get to take up space in the industry what that looks like and it has women of all abilities queer disabilities color all of the spectrum um, so i'm very excited that we get to show that there uh, we will also be showing later in january the tragedy to triumph of um, the mountains in my mind two film about destigmatizing talking about mental health in the ski industry right. um, and kind of going through the suicide belt of the rockies and how it, it, professionals in the industry talk about it, up to you know just the locals of the importance of it's fun and yeah. there's real life that's attached with it. Right. Um, so diving a little deeper into that, um, we also will be celebrating Jimmy Huga and Billy Kid. They were yeah. the first men from America to win Olympic medals in alpine skiing. And this will celebrate the 60th anniversary of that. And we're actually hosting that at the Sebastian uh, because we think it'll be a rather large event that'll be really exciting. Nice. Um, Yeah, plus lots of other educational things. I think we go all the way through like the middle of March talking about different ski resorts and getting into kind of thinking about summer and all the hiking and the mountains around us and lakes and all the science stuff behind that and the excitement of it.
0: Right, and uh, and you just kind of struck a, uh, A a good curiosity with me Mm -hmm. because every time we talk about things, especially as it's attached to the museum and it's Mm -hmm. attached to this Vail Valley, it's really about diversity Mm -hmm. because there is diversity in participation on Mm -hmm. what sports we have from all ends of the spectrum and then from what types of sports are participated in here in the valley. Like you said, hiking, biking, and then we get into the skiing Mm -hmm. and the snowboarding. That through the lens series is just... It's enriching and mm-hmm. inspiring at the same time, yeah. and then we get into everything you talk about, the inductees, into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. and what goes on, and I believe that's in August yeah. when the inductees go into the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. but so much to see there in the museum and a gift shop.
22: Yeah, we do have a great gift shop. (laughs) We really do. We were hit really hard for Christmas shopping, which is great. Um, The good thing is the museum is a free admission. The gift shop, uh, we're a non-for-profit, so the sales just keep the museum going. Um, So you can feel good about kind of shopping local um, and and keeping that going. Um, It's great. A couple of things else coming up. You talked about history. Um, We do history tours. Um, so every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m. now, it's about an hour, an hour and 15 in total. You start at the museum and our tour guide actually walks you through Vail Village, tells you everything from before even the ranching families were here and all of that up till right. how we got to where we are now. We have locals that go on that tour and they learn something every time. So no matter if you're a local or visiting, you will find something very interesting and the stories... You won't
0: find them anywhere
18: else, I'll
0: tell you that. See, there's on the screen right now, you see uh, someone standing Mm -hmm. by and everybody goes, oh, that's the 10th Mountain statue. It's more Mm -hmm. of a monument of of those men that Mm -hmm. participated and then the supporting women Mm -hmm. and everybody that really started Vail Valley and the Vail Mountains, because it's not that old.
22: No, it's not. I mean, we just celebrated 60 years, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's rather new in that sense. Um, but the Tenth Mountain soldiers actually contributed to 62 ski hills when they came back from the war, not just mail. Um, so you get to learn about mail specifically, but really how their influence is. Uh, our industry wouldn't be here without them. Yeah. Um, and so because of that, we've been spending time recently collecting all of these photos and letters and whatnot to update our Tenth Mountain exhibit in the museum. Um, it is an exhibit called Letters Home, where you can actually, it's a touch screen, you can scroll through the glossary, find soldiers that were in it, and whatever we have on hand, photos, letters, anything, you can, it kind of brings it to life, and you get to put your hands on it. Um, and the grand opening of that, really, is going to be January 12th in the evening. So okay. come join us for that. It'll be nice. exciting. And mm-hmm. there's
0: so much history. It's way too much for one show to really get into. Yeah. <laughs> so I encourage everybody, go into the museum, mm-hmm. take a walk through, look at Camp Hale, there's Actually, the original wood from Mm -hmm. some of the huts that they lived in while they were training... But the history is unbelievable when you learn about Riva Ridge, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get into it all, but <laughs> World War II and, and everything that the 10th Mountain Division did.
22: Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And there will be the Legacy Day parades that the resort puts on, and we coincide with that a lot of times. Um, and we will have a speaker in our Through the Lens series talking about Camp Hale, because there was a book that came out recently that's um, the images of Camp Hale from beginning to end, and we have the two authors wow. coming to talk about that. That so, is so cool. Yeah.
0: Can't wait for that, <laughs> Good. a lot of stuff. So where do you get the inspiration towards some of the series that you're hosting there in the museum?
22: You know, it's it's kind of a, a mix of just all the buzz that's been going around. Some people reach out to us. We look into, yeah, obviously the history, you know, anniversaries, certain years, um, different exciting things coming out. I mean, Camp Hale, obviously, it got dedicated a year ago. So right. that's kind of, people are very interested in that more than they used to yeah. be. Um yeah, it's kind of a, we, we have a small team and we all have different passions. So we all bring to the table what we think would be worth putting in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which
0: is a whole nother thing to go into the <laughs> snow sports museum and learn about because the passionate people in there can take you and walk you around and show you every single thing that that snow sports museum has to offer.
22: Yeah, it's exciting.
0: Well, Ashley, thank you so much for coming <laughs> in course. today and sharing all the great series that are taking part mm-hmm. there in the museum for either locals or visitors to the valley Absolutely. to go participate in. So get out there. If you're visiting to the, to the Vail Valley, get in there. Check it out. It's tucked away in the parking structure right there in Vail uh, Village, and uh, admission is free, so there's no excuse not to go. Exactly. (laughs) All right. We'll be back soon with more Good Morning Vale.
5: Scott. And we are good today. You
9: know why? Yeah. we had a great show. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now. Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions, often unheard in the mainstream media. Live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now, the War and Peace Report weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92.
3: head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one of a kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vale. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer.
13: in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8.
4: Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vale, Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on tv 8 Vale, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there.
0: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. At the blink of an eye, it seems, there's always technology changes. No matter what we're doing, there's always a change somehow enhancing, getting better, faster when it comes to technology. Well, Kim has a chance to sit down and talk about some changes in TV and technology with a series called TV Bookers. Let's take a look and see what she finds out.
12: Now, welcome back to the show, our next guest we interact with on a regular basis, but not in front of the camera. So joining me today is the CEO and founder of The TV Bookers, Dominic Forth. Dominic, how are you this morning?
23: I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show today.
12: Great to have you on the show. Normally, we're interacting with you from an email perspective and getting all of the people that you work with out there in front of the camera. So tell me about The TV Bookers and what you do.
23: Yeah, so we're really a social impact agency. We're trying to give a voice to entrepreneurs, business leaders, thought leaders, anyone that really um, wants to make good in the community or the, the wider world. And the way we do this is really connecting them with great programming like yourselves. We're um, just finding opportunities, you know, to talk about the social impact that they're making and um, potential you know, differences from there.
12: Wonderful. You really do have such an incredible range of people that you work with. So you mentioned entrepreneurs, CEOs, and you're connecting them with an audience. So, you know, there's been a lot of change in the industry. What are you seeing from um, from the people you represent to the audience to the networks? What's happening in the in the industry right now?
23: Yeah, you know, 2023 has been a fascinating year because There's been a lot of false starts in terms of technology in some cases. And um, ATSC 3.0 is probably the the biggest uh, conversation I'm seeing right now, where for many years, we've had the ATSC 1 standard. And we even skipped over the second generation because we saw the potential for a 4K broadcast. Mm -hmm. And by this year, the goal was to uh, really just broaden that technology But when you have something that's voluntary, where there's a lot of different players all trying to work together to um, come up with a standard, there are naturally gonna be delays. And so as we approach the end of the year, quite often it looks from the outside looking in that the technology hasn't progressed. But in reality, we have markets now like New York that now has this advanced uh, broadcast capability. And so to talk about the difference, you know, in the past, ATSC 1 built on what most people will remember was NTSC before that. And so NTSC was where, um, you know, we in the 1950s, the US standard was applying um, color to black and white pictures. And then in 1996, we went to ATSC 1, which was making an analog signal digital and then HD signals and, um, you know, 1080 resolution. What ATSC 3 is going to do is add 4k resolution plus much improved audio and then interactive capabilities as well so it truly is going to be groundbreaking and um, it's not here yet throughout the us but um, numbers are showing that over 10 million set-top boxes um have now been activated so that's a, still a very large number and that number is only going to grow as we go into next year
12: Well, thank you for breaking that down. I know our viewers will be very interested to learn further about it. Now, could you explain a bit about what 4K would mean to the viewer?
23: Yeah, it's it's really about improved picture quality. But the frequency that they're using also adds enhanced capabilities. So you can have a more customized broadcast. So weather is the one that immediately comes to mind to me, where you can have a personalized weather forecast and also personalized content as well. Now that does cause some privacy concerns for some people, which they can opt out in the same way you can opt out of a um, you know on, on a website with cookies and things like that. But ultimately, what I'm most excited about is just the quality of the broadcast and really how this is going to um, continue the importance of local broadcasts because local programming is so important mm-hmm. to the community and you think about uh, civic engagement, community engagement, a lot of that um, is galvanized by local news coverage. And so having over-the-air coverage more accessible in the long-term and having a commitment to a, a gold standard, I think will really be impactful because uh, local news is just so important. Local programming is so important and seeing everyone committing to the future, I think is very exciting.
12: Well, I think that's exactly right. You know, we. We are local programming here, and so we really love being involved with our community as well. And now you mentioned the technology, and as an average user, for somebody who is just watching the program, they think of upgraded technology from a television perspective or the type of device that they're watching their programming on. I love that you've explained a bit more on behind the scenes and the kind of technology that is happening to get the broadcast to us. Now, what kind of trends are you seeing for 2024?
23: Yeah, you know, and you bring up a great point. It's very easy just to go to an electronics store, buy a TV, plug it in, and, uh, you know, you don't think anything more about it. And I often feel the engineers are the unsung heroes behind the scenes because there's a tremendous effort going on behind the scenes to make this all happen. And in terms of electronics, the same is true. Next month will be the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, and we're going to see some incredible developments So the key developments often with television is all about how white they can get the picture on one extreme and how dark they can get it on the other. So the contrast. And there's some incredible technology that's out right now that's going to be leveled up even further. And the jargon can sometimes get confusing. You know, you have, um, you know, QLED from um, Samsung where they're adding quantum dots in between um, the LED and the picture to make the image brighter, for example. That's been out for some time now, but we're going to see um, next-gen sets for that. You've got organic LEDs where they use carbon and organic materials to help improve picture quality. And then you've even got um, (laughs) phosphorescent um, technology as well. So a lot of TVs are currently fluorescent technology. This can be phosphorescent technology as well. So um, there's a lot going on. Ultimately, for the end user, though, I wouldn't get too bogged down by that. I think the best thing you can do when you're looking for a TV set is just go to the review site, find a price point you're comfortable with, and determine what's the best picture quality for the price for me. And don't get too carried away because we we could spend hours talking about the specifics of each technology and and the pros and cons.
12: It's true. There are so many T- terms and technology you know I'm not one to pay attention to all of the specific details I'm looking at the picture si- the size of my picture and also the quality of it and I love that there is an organic technology piece so that's uh, that's really exciting stuff so Dominic where can we go for more information to learn all about what you do and about technology uh, you mentioned a website and, and looking up reviews so where can we find out all the things that we need
23: to know yeah, so in terms of technology, I think going to the manufacturer's websites are always good. I mean, Samsung continued to be a leader. LG continued to be a leader. Um, even just tapping into your local hardware store, I mean, Best Buy, obviously, and Amazon, two great review sites as well. In terms of social impact and um, you know trying to make a difference in the local community, which is what we do at the TV Bookers, you can find us online at thetvbookers.com. And I'm um, always happy um, to work with people who are looking to get the story out, looking to make a difference, um, particularly in healthcare and in education, and also innovation as well. So um, again, the TV bookers is our main site, and I'm happy to help uh, promote causes for um, you know positive social impact.
12: Absolutely and you connect change makers with the community. I love that that motto. So we appreciate you Dominic. Thank you so much for coming on and being in front of the camera this time and we loved hearing all that you have to say about technology and the upcoming trends in in the next year. It's really really interesting information.
23: Yeah, that's great. Thanks a lot.
12: Absolutely. Now stay tuned we'll be right back with more right after this. Good morning babe.
5: just wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family in Florida, in uh,
6: Delray Beach, Florida. I miss you guys and wish you were here. Love you. All right. Merry Christmas, Thomas and Annie. We can't wait to spend Christmas with you. Love you guys. Hi, everyone. Happy holidays from Vale Health. Les deseamos una feliz Navidad y un prospero año nuevo.
7: Have a happy, healthy holiday season.
15: Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, Nuestra página web cvadell.com y nuestra página de Facebook CV8 Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas.
8: Eye pieces of Vail has been a fixture in the Vail community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles, and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision.
15: We are feeling good today. Great
5: show on the way. Absolutely. Welcome to our show. I'm Suki. Hi, Scott. And we are feeling good today. You know why? Because
18: yeah. we had a great show.
10: When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater.
0: Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. That was a great segment that Kim did on television technology. Like I said, a blink of the eye and everything changes. Kind of like our weather's done. Looking, getting up this morning, 8 degrees at 8 a.m., 26 degrees is going to be the high today. The great thing is it's going to be full sunshine out there. Not a lot of wind. It's been a little bit gusty over the pass and into Denver. But over here in the Vale Valley, things have toned down a little bit, so it's nice Outside, Looking at Vail by the hour, 25 degrees at that noon hour as things begin to warm up to that high throughout the day. So not a lot of changes there. I-70 corridor, 44 and partly cloudy in Denver. 26 in Vail, 27 in Avon, 28 degrees in Eagle with that full sunshine. So it's going to be an absolutely beautiful day to get out there and enjoy snowboarding or skiing, whatever your winter activity is. Now tonight, a little bit cooler down to zero degrees, sun setting at 4. 49 p.m., but it's going to be a nice clear evening to get out there and stargaze. Last night was that epic full moon, but tonight you'll still be able to see some of that that's out there and shining. Now, this is great looking at the rest of the weather throughout the week. Sunshine going on Thursday, Friday into Saturday. That mid 40 range is gonna be wonderful as far as temperature goes. And then the clouds start to roll in beginning of the new year. So we're gonna see Sunday and Monday, partly cloudy, 40 degrees and 38 degrees respectively. And look at those teens. So if you're out there, in the nighttime, be sure you layer up. It's going to be a little bit chilly, Ross.
2: That's it. I like to say the weather's kind of like the Powerball. They just throw numbers out there they all over the yeah. place,
0: right? And you just don't know what's going to happen yeah. sometimes.
2: Yeah, definitely layer up and, uh, yeah, try to get out and yeah. see some of that almost full moon tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, we had a great show today. Thank you for co-hosting with me. Yeah. Um, got to talk about it. I love that snow sports museum. Yeah. What a great place yeah. to go.
2: Yeah, I, whenever I have friends, family in town, that's a must-stop. Yeah. And well, the gift shop is Awesome. Yeah,
0: and a lot of history, and and since Camp Hale was inducted, what, about a year ago, now there's a lot more eyes on that area and learning more about the 10th Mountain.
2: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and they have a snowboard that was in a James Bond film. Just so
0: much going on in there. Yeah, yeah, one of the first twin tips, and, uh, I mean, you get in there, it's just you're immersed, and, you know, the curiosity kind of gets when you see some of the old ski boots. How in the heck did people ski on that?
2: Yeah, I like to thank the people that came before us for going yeah. through that for <laughs> us. And, and now we're pretty
0: dialed, right? And then getting into the 10th Mountain Division and looking at the backpacks that they had, the equipment that they had to use to go up the hill, not just down the hill, up the hill and around the hill. Yeah, so. well, thanks so much
2: for joining us, Ryan. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more Good Morning Veil. Vale.